So uh, I was, I began the class and I noticed that we had a little technical problem. So I will begin again. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So uh, we will continue with uh, Bhagavatam one one nineteen, Canto 1, Chapter 1, Text 19. Vayantu Navitra Pyama Uttama Sloka Vikrame Jachinvatang Rasagyanam Swadu Swadu Pade Pade. So the first word here is Vayam, we, all of us. These are the sages speaking. Vayantu Navitra Pyama. We will not be satiated. In other words, we're not going to get tired of this. Don't. They're telling. Uh, they're telling Sutta Goswami, don't think that you're going to bore us, or that after a while we're not. We won't want to hear any more of this. When you're a speaker, when you do public speaking, you always uh, public speaker, a good public speaker, always is tries to be careful not to go on too long, not to bore the audience. And so the sages are saying, don't worry about that. that we, are not going to, we are not going to be bored. We're not going to get tired of this. So just to speak as much as you can. So Vayantu Navitra Vyama Uttama Shloka Vikrame. Specifically, we will not become tired of hearing about Krishna. So let's look at these words. Uttama in Sanskrit, um, we have the word in English, ultimate. You just uh, change that letter there. So ultimate, so Uttama Shloka. Shloka is a verse. So Krishna is called Uttama Shloka because he is um, glorified with the greatest verses. By the way, I was just informed that I skipped to verse 18. So I'll finish this 19 and then go back and do 18. Sorry about that. So Uttama Sloka Bikrame, we will never, we will not be bored hearing about Uttama Sloka Bikrame, hearing about his adventures, his pastimes, his, uh, the word Vikrama is interesting. Uh, Krama means a step in Sanskrit. And so just as in English, you can talk about stepping out or taking an important step in your life. So it's like that in Sanskrit also. V, in this case, uh, without going into all the technical grammar, V means sort of wide. So because Krishna, for example, he took three great steps as Lord Vamana, therefore he's called a tree Vikrama. Uh, in English, we say, for example, that someone took a big step, meaning they acted boldly or they had the courage to do something important. They took a big step. And that's something like Vikrama. So it can also mean acting uh, acting. Forcefully, for example, I remember in Mahabharata, when Duryodhana is, uh, I'm sorry, Karna. Karna is urging Duryodhana, you know, stop all these dirty tricks, stop all this sneaky, underhanded stuff. Just go and fight. Just go and fight the Pandavas. So Karna tells Duryodhana, Vikrama, the verb, like just step out. Step out, take a big step in the sense of be courageous, be bold. So... Uh, Krishna is called Uttama Sloka Vikrama 
meaning that uh, his Vikramas, his big steps, his adventures, his great activities are described in the greatest of all verses. So the sages are never going to be tired of hearing about that. Because hearing about Krishna is swadu, swadu. It's swadu means sweet, like full of taste. Like, we, like in English, we say to really relish something. And pade, pade, at every step, continuously. Pade, pade. So at every step, at every moment, uh, the pastimes of Krishna are most relishable for those who are hearing yet shin and rasa-gyanam, and those who uh, actually understand rasa. For example, uh, there's some movies where a bunch of vulgar people just come out and use filthy language and just, you know, hit each, over, hit each other in, over the head with clubs or something, and some people, you know, it's like, oh, oh that's, you know, they, they love that. It's, so rasa-gya, knowing rasa means that you have a certain cultural and emotional and spiritual refinement, that you understand what a good story is, you understand what true love is, or what real courage is, or what proper behavior is. You can appreciate uh, a truly admirable relationship, and so on and so forth. So to be rasa-gya, it means that one appreciates uh, what is truly uh, a great story, who are really admirable people, and so on and so forth. So those who appreciate that, they, at every step, a day per day, relish these pastimes of Krishna, which is why they say, we're not going to be tired of them. Now the verse I skipped, sorry about that, going back, it's in the same mood where the sages are giving, uh, constant encouragement to Sutta Goswami, they say, Atakyahi Harer Dhiman Avatara Katha Shubha Lila Vidhadatak Swairam Ishwarasyatnamaya. So this means they say Atta, therefore, or now, Akyahi describe a Harer of Hari the avatara katha shuba, the beautiful, the auspicious stories of his descent into this world. Uh, and they call sutta dhiman, which is not demon like in English. Dhi means intelligence, uh, higher intelligence, and man, one who possesses. So they call him, the Prabhupada translates demon, o sagacious one, in the synonyms. Uh, and in the translation, he just translates it as O wise sutta, literally one who has D, one who has real intelligence. So explain, describe this avatara kata. There are different kinds of kata. There's Krishna kata, stories about Krishna. And specifically here, the sages want to hear avatara kata. They want to hear about Krishna's descent into this world. And uh, Shubha, Krishna's descent in his, that, or those stories about Krishna coming to this world are um, 
they're beautiful and they're virtuous and noble, which is shubha, auspicious. Uh, Prabhupada translates it here, auspicious. So, and they want to hear Leela, Krishna's pastimes, Vidadatak, uh, the pastimes that he performed, that he developed, that, that he uh, expanded in this world, Swairam, freely, because I mean, that's what Leela means. Leela is not a duty. Leela means something you do freely because you want to do it. And so, and Swairam also has that sense of uh, in doing something independently, freely, as one likes. And uh, so they want to hear about these pastimes of the Lord that he executed, Ishwarasyatmamayaya, uh, by his own mystic power, by his own mystic power, he performed these pastimes. So they're very specific what they want to hear. They, read, they want to hear powerful Krishna consciousness about how Krishna came to this world. Then Vayantu, then the verse I just read, but they say, you know, please talk about this and don't worry, we're not going to get tired of this. And then they say, Kritavan Kila Karmani Saharamena Keshava Atimartyani Bhagavan Gudha Kapata Manusha. That the Lord performed these actions, Saharamena, together with Rama or Balaram. Uh, Saha means together, Saharamena, together with Balaram. Keshava, Lord Keshava performed these, indeed performed these actions together with Balaram, with Rama, and these activities, karmani is just the plural of karma. So the karmani, these actions are ati martyani, superhuman, beyond what a mortal can do. Ati, ati in Sanskrit means beyond. And martya, beyond the mortal. These are superhuman activities. Bhagavan, the Lord, Gudak, and here's the irony, there's an irony in this verse, that he did this, Gudha, concealed, Kapita Manusha, pretending to be a human being. So this is the, uh, in a sense, the dramatic uh, attraction or, or the real taste in, in this, these amazing stories of Krishna, is that he's Kapita, pretending to be, Manusha, uh, a human being, Gudha, concealed. There was he, so that unintelligent people thought he was a human being, and yet he's doing superhuman things. So it's suddenly that this this parent, so-called human being, is lifting over Don Hill, killing other demons, or just doing all kinds of fantastic, amazing things. So uh, you have to understand, back then, uh, this was, uh, you know, like Marvel Comics and DC, this was the Avengers. It was, and of course, it's the real story. Nowadays, we have this, these sort of imitations. But if you really understand Krishna Leela, this is all the blockbuster movies you ever want to see, if you really understand Krishna. So then they say, Kalim Agatamagyaya which means, speaking of themselves, recognizing that Kali has come, the Kali Yuga, Agyaya, something like recognizing. 
acknowledging that Kali has come, we are literally sitting like asana, asina, but it has a sense of remaining, staying. Uh, we are staying, we are staying here in this Vaishnava Kshetra, this de devotee place, this devotee pilgrimage place, uh, which was, of course, Naimisharanya, Dirga Satrena, uh, with a long sacrifice. Of course, it's the sacrifice of Harikatha, it's the Harinam, it's, it's the process for this age. But they say that uh, we're patient. We are patient. Uh, we're really going to do this right. We're going to hear all about Krishna. They said before, we won't get tired of it. Don't worry about that. And here they say, we are staying for a long spiritual activity, a long sacrifice, which is a, what kind of sacrifice? Katayang Sakshanahare. It is about Harikata. That is our offering. That is our sacrifice. That is why we are here. Uh, to hear about the Lord, to understand the Lord, so that people in the future can also hear. And they say, Sakshana, we have time. So they're emphasizing again and again <clears throat> that we're not impatient, we're not impulsive, we're not going to just get up in five minutes. We really are in this for the long term. We are patient, we're not going to get tired of it, we have time, this is going, to, and we're going to do it, go all the way with this with Hari Kata. And so, of course, they're setting, obviously, the perfect example of how we should approach the Bhagavatam, which is, of course, the whole point here. And then they speak this famous verse, Tvannaksan Darshito Dhatra, uh, that we have met you by providence. Darshita means seen, Darshana means seeing, and Darshita means seen. Uh, or cause to see something, and sandarshita, sang means together, like sankirtan. So sandarshita means that this mutual seeing, mutual seeing, in other words, we've met, we've come together, we, we've come to see each other. Twanak, uh, you and us, sandarshito, uh, this meeting has taken place, uh, or actually, literally, they say Twang Sandarshita, that we have met you, really is what the Course says, you know, that's what the verse says. We, uh, or, or you have literally have been met by us. I mean, to get technical grammatically, you have been met by us. We have met you, Twang Nak Sandarshito Tatra, by providence, by the Creator, by the, by the will of the Creator. Dusterang Nisti Tir because we, desire to cross over that which is difficult to cross. Dustarang nisti tir shatang. I won't go into all the grammar here, but uh, because we desire to cross over that which is difficult to cross. So what is difficult to cross? Kaleen, Kali Yuga, which is satvaharang, which robs people of their virtue, of their goodness. I mean, all of us, in so many ways, we may want to do the right thing. We may want to behave strictly according to spiritual principles. But um, 
sometimes our goodness fails us. And so uh, they say that we want to cross over Kali, which steals, takes away our goodness and takes away our real spiritual life. That's what they're saying. Kaling Satoharang Pungsang, and it does this for, for people in this age, Pungsang. And therefore, we have met you who are Karnadhara Ivarnavam. We have met you the way someone meets a, a ship captain, uh, people who want to cross the ocean. That's the idea. Nishti Tir Shetang means those uh, who want to cross. And just as those who want to cross the sea, they must find a good ship captain. We want to cross over this uh, Kali, which frustrates us, which defeats us and, and, and robs us, takes away, you know, now it's a very common way to speak. Like if someone has been victimized or abused, they say, he stole from me my happiness or she stole my this or that. So that's a common way of speaking, that someone stole something, some important dimension of your life. And in a sense, that's what they're saying, that Kali steals our goodness, it steals our, our, our virtue, it steals our real life, takes away our real life. And therefore we want to cross over Kali, we want to get past Kali, and it's like trying to cross the ocean, which is not easy. You need a good ship captain. And so we've met you to be the captain to take us across Kali. So then the last verse of this chapter, Bruhi, speak. They're really, come on. They're saying, come on, Sutta, please tell us. Bruhi, Jogeshwade Krishna Brahmanye Dharma Varmani. Swankastang Adunopete Dharma Kang Sharanang. Beautiful verse. Um, they're saying, uh, now that Yogeshwara Krishna, Krishna, the Lord of all mystic power, now that Yogeshwara Krishna, who is Brahmanya, who is favorable to Brahmins, and who is himself the absolute truth. Whoops, that's my, uh, my phone thinks I'm talking to the phone. I guess my phone also can listen to the Bhagavatam. Maybe next life take birth as a human. So, Sankastang, uh, now that Krishna, who is the protector of those who are trying to understand the absolute truth, now that Krishna, who is literally the shield of Dharma, Prabhupada translates it the protector, Varma it means shield. So, Krishna is the shield of Dharma, he protects Dharma. So now that this Yogeshwara Krishna, and, and, they, and they say Aduna, which means now, very recently, has returned to his own abode. In other words, he completed his pastimes in this world. Dharma kang sharanangataha. To what shelter has Dharma gone? So this is a very, this is a very powerful poetic verse. Dharma is basically doing the right thing. Basically, I mean, essentially, if not literally, I mean, Dharma means doing the right thing, behaving properly, doing what is in your real self-interest and what is truly good for other people. So 
Dharma needs to be protected. For example, we are trying to follow principles. We are trying to serve Krishna. And so that determination, we try to protect our own spiritual practice by, for example, good association and avoiding bad association by offering our food to Krishna. So, so who is protecting Dharma now? Now that Krishna is not here, who will protect our spiritual life? And who will protect the world from barbarism, from savagery, in other words, from the modern politicians? Who is, where has Dharma gone for shelter? And that's the end of this chapter. And Sutta will speak in the next chapter. He will answer all of these questions. In fact, Prabhupada titles this first chapter of the Bhagavatam, Questions by the Sages. So, uh, speaking of questions, just going to take a quick look, see if anyone here asked a question. Um, maybe not. Okay. So, thank you all very much for listening, and we'll see you next Sunday, hopefully, if the world still exists and if we're all here, then we'll see you next Sunday. Hare Krishna.